This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. One. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the show designed to help athletes gain an edge on their opponent and build dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dusso, and today we're going to be talking about being smarter with your training and tuning out the noise. So right off the start, I want to paint you guys a picture. So every day you wake up training for a competition and you think to yourself, how can I do more? You wake up, you think to yourself, how can I do more? How can I outwork my opponent? How can I make sure that I'm doing more than anyone? And then that is how you approach your day. So, you know, you start running an hour every single day. You start lifting until you can't lift anymore, thinking that if my legs are burning so bad that I can barely walk out of the gym, that means it was a great workout. So if I do that every single day, my legs are going to be strong. I'm going to be powerful. I'm going to be ready to fight. You drill for two, three, four hours every single night. And, you know, because if you're doing more than your opponent, then that means you're going to beat them. So all of this work, everything that you're doing, you're, you're of the mindset that I need to do more. If I do more than my opponent, I'm going to win that fight. Now you start doing this for a few weeks, you know, the body's holding up. Okay. You're lasting, you know, you're doing pretty well, but it's starting to weigh on you. You notice it's not as easy to wake up first thing in the morning. You notice that those drilling hours are getting harder, your shoulders, your knees, your back are starting to ache, but that's all part of the game. This is part of being an athlete, that end goal, winning that fight, getting your hand raised, it's all going to be worth it when that happens. It's all going to be worth it at the end when you get your hand raised, when you win that fight, all the hard work is going to pay off. So you keep grinding, you're training three, four, five hours a day, balancing your job, balancing training, not seeing friends, not seeing family, just doing anything and everything you possibly can to make sure that you are as well-trained as you can be for this fight. Now, as you continue to do this, you have people in your ear and you have people in your ear telling you that you need to do more. People in your ear telling you that, you know, oh, you didn't look so great at practice tonight. So instead of telling you to go home and recover, they tell you, Let's get an extra practice in on Saturday. I know it's supposed to be a recovery day, but come in. We'll just, you know, we'll drill this a little bit more. Hey, Colton, thanks for being here. We'll drill this a little bit more. We'll just work those extra couple of hours. And after working those extra couple of hours, that'll get you back on track. And so now on top of the already crazy load of training that you're doing, you've added in more. You've added in more every week so that you can make absolutely sure that you're getting those skills in, you're getting that training in, you are going to be the most prepared out of anyone that has ever competed at anything. And so you start to up it again, you start to add in more volume. And as the competition draws closer, what starts to happen? Those aches and pains you're feeling in your shoulders, feeling in your back, feeling in your knees, instead of going away after a day, now they're holding on into the next day and the next day and the next day. The body's not feeling as fresh. You're still doing all the hours, but things aren't going as well. You're not hitting that hitting that technique as quickly or as sharply as you were a couple of weeks before. And in the end, as your body starts to wear down, 
you start to buckle down because you think, think if things aren't going well, I need to push harder. If things aren't going well, I need to do more. And because the competition is drawing closer, that means I need to do even more because I need to make sure that I'm not letting my opponent outwork me. I need to make sure that there is no way at all that my opponent has done more than me coming into this competition. If you're here right now, let me know if that feeling resonates, if that feeling of always wanting to do more, to always make sure you are the most prepared resonates with you. I would assume most athletes out there are going to feel that to some extent or another. But as you start to do that and as those aches and pains start to last longer, what begins to happen is exactly the opposite of what we're looking for. Instead of feeling better, instead of feeling fresher, sharper, and faster because we've done so much training coming into this competition, we start to break down. Our shoulders start hurting, our back starts hurting more, our knees start hurting more, and then the injuries come. So as you draw closer and closer to the competition, you've done all this training, you're so well prepared, and then you just throw that one shot too many, and boom, problem with your shoulder, or that one kick too many, and boom, problem with your knee or your hip flexor that just won't go away now. So now when you come into the competition, despite all of these hours of training you've done, instead of feeling sharp and fast and feeling your best, even though that's what you're telling yourself, now you're coming into this competition feeling worse. You're coming into this competition compromised. You're coming into this competition with a bad shoulder, a bad knee, and a back that won't be able to move in a certain way. Does that resonate? Does that make sense? Have you had that experience before? If you're here right now, make sure to drop me a comment. Let me know if you've experienced something similar to that before. This really great camp, all of this work, always trying to do more, 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 only to have injuries derail you in the last couple of weeks and have the competition fall, either fall off entirely or come into the competition extremely compromised instead of being able to come in at your best. So I want to ask you, why do you keep doing this to yourself? If you're an athlete listening to this and that resonates with you, why do you keep doing this to yourself? Even though it's happened before, even though you've experienced this time and time again, all of these hard hours of training, you know, walking out of the gym, barely able to stand up, waking up in the morning, sore in pain, tired, hurt, and not ending up competing at your best. Why do you keep doing this to yourself? Why do you come back time and time again and do the exact same thing again? Because what goes through our head is it didn't work last time I got hurt, but this time I need to make sure I'm the most prepared that I could ever be. And if I'm the most prepared that I can ever be, then this one's going to be different. This time I'm going to make it. This time it's going to be the best competition I've ever had. But what keeps happening is the same thing keeps happening again. You keep pushing harder and harder and harder because last time didn't work. And all that's going through your head is if last time didn't work, that means I need to do more. If last time didn't work, that means I need to do more. Now, if I want to reinforce just one very quick idea into your mind, if you're training in such a way that you're coming into every competition injured or hurt or in pain or not feeling your best, I understand that there's an extent of injuries are part of the game, but if you're coming in every single time compromised in one way, shape, or form, you are training wrong. Your training is not serving you if you're not able 
to compete at your best. And that's just a fact. Your training is not serving you if you are not able to compete at your best. And I know that people are going to listen to that and immediately lose it because injuries are part of the game. If you're not getting hurt, then how hard are you really working? Blah, blah, blah. Stop. What is the goal of training when it comes to a sport? If you are training, let's say, for an MMA fight, what is the goal of the training you're doing? The goal of the training is not to be the guy who can grind harder than anyone or the girl who can grind harder than anyone. The goal of the training is not to be able to walk out of the gym and flex at look how fucking hard I work. The goal of the training is to win the fucking fight. So if you're coming out of every training camp you do injured, coming into your fight, how good of a chance are you giving yourself to win the fight? How good of a chance are you giving yourself to win the fight if every time you come into a fight, you're hurt? I'm going to let you sit with that one for a minute. How good of a chance are you giving yourself to win the fight if every time you come out of training camp, every time you're competing, you're hurt? Probably not a very good chance. And yes, I will say it again. I understand injuries are part of the game. I understand that there are some things that can't be helped. There are some times where athletes are going to do everything right and they're going to get hurt. But not every time. If you're getting hurt right now, don't just say injuries are part of the game, so I just need to keep grinding harder. If you're getting hurt in training camps right now, ask yourself, what can I do differently? What do I need to change? Because some, quite often, the answer is very simple. You're getting hurt because you're training too much. And you want to train too much because you have it in your mind that I always need to be doing more. And if I'm not doing more, then my opponent's doing more than me. And if my opponent's doing more than me, then he or she is going to beat me. But if you're training more than them and it's injuring you, they're probably going to beat you anyways. They're probably going to beat you anyways. So I want to ask why do you keep doing this? Why do you keep overtraining every single time, despite the fact that you know it ends badly for you? And the more I think about this, the more I think it comes back, the more I think it comes back to two things. There we go. The more I think it comes back to two things. Number one, I believe athletes are overtraining every single time they compete because one, they're scared of not doing enough. And two, it's because of outdated views that more hours equals better preparation. I'm going to say that again. Outdated views that more hours equals more preparation. Because I'm going to come back to something I've said already on this episode, and I've said probably thousands of times on this show. The goal of training for sport is not to be the one who goes the longest. It's not to be the one who goes the hardest. It's not to be the one who flexes that look how hard my workouts are. The goal of training for sport is to compete better in the sport. The goal of training for sport is to be the one who can compete the best when it actually matters. And so if you're an MMA fighter, the goal of your training as an MMA fighter is to win an MMA fight three to five, three to five minute rounds on the night that you have agreed to in your contract. That's it. So how much your opponent's training does not matter. How much you trained last time does not matter. 
your friend or your training partner or that random guy on the internet that called you a pussy for not training for 15 hours a week doesn't fucking matter. If you can get that through your head, if you can understand that the one and only thing that matters when you're training is that you are the one who can go the hardest for the length of time required in your competition on the day that you are competing, that is how you are going to get the most out of your training. Not by trying to outwork the other guy, not by thinking about how much your opponent's doing, not by waking up at two o'clock in the morning so that you can get those extra three hours of training in every single day, but by focusing on being the one who is the best prepared on the night of the fight. And this does not mean being the one who has done the most hours. This does not mean being the one who has grinded harder than anyone, bro. This means being the one who is the best prepared on the night of the fight. Now, what constitutes a prepared athlete when it comes to competition? And again, I'm just going to keep using fight. But if you are an athlete in a different sport, this applies to you to take the words, flip them around, make them apply to your specific sport. But what constitutes a prepared athlete on the day of a competition comes down, in my opinion, to three things. And if you feel like I'm missing something, feel free to leave it in a comment. And I'm happy to have a chat about it, or it can shift my perspective too. So number one is sharp skills. You're not going to win a fight if your skills aren't there. That is an absolute fact. You need the skill set to be able to compete against whoever it is you're competing against. Number two is a gas tank. Because if you have all the skills in the world, but you've got two minutes of solid gas before you burn out and the other athlete can take over, even if you've got great skills, the chances are, unless you catch them with something, you're going to lose that fight, even if you have more skills than your opponent. Number three is being healthy. Number three is being healthy. Your body needs to feel good. If your shoulder is so compromised that you can't throw a jab, how do you think you're going to do well in that fight? A perfect example is TJ Dillashaw coming into UFC 280 just... I, this past Saturday, I listened to one of his interviews and he talked about how he's had this same injury before and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, when he wins, nobody, nobody asks about it, but he said his shoulder dislocated 20 times during fight camp, but he decided to take the fight anyway, only to have his shoulder blow out about 20 seconds into the fight. And when his shoulder blew out about 20 seconds into the fight, he got his back taken and he basically got beaten up for about what was it, seven minutes before the ref pulled him off, uh, pulled his opponent off, and he lost the fight. And, you know, he came out in his interview and said, yeah, I've had this bad shoulder injury, blah, blah, blah. But the point is, and then listening to his interview after, he talked about how that's part of the fight camp grind. And, you know, even though he dislocated his shoulder so many times, he was continuing to train. and He was adding in extra stuff to work on the shoulder, but he was continuing to train flat out. And it just got me thinking, how much better could he have been if he took a little bit of time off when he dislocated his shoulder and actually focused on recovering the shoulder instead of just grinding through this bad injury and then in turn dislocating it more and more and more and more and more and having it lose in the fight. No, I can't say that he absolutely would have been better or he would have won or it would have made any difference at all. But my guess would be he would have been a little bit less compromised but because of the nature of athlete he is, because of the fact that he's in shape anyway, because of the fact that he's been fighting as long as he has, ask yourself, 
would his skills have been compromised to the point of not being able to fight if he had taken time off and actually recovered his shoulder or would his or would he have still been able to fight because he's been doing this for so long that he knows how to fight and he would have had a better shoulder and in turn been able to fight longer and been able to fight better and not have his shoulder pop out on him right away and obviously this is one example and there's no way of saying for sure in any of these examples if that is right or not but personally if you're going into a high level competition especially something as dangerous as fighting you need to be healthy you need to have a body that feels good and if you're training so hard all the time that your body's always injured how do you expect it to continue winning long term if this keeps happening to you so this is why you need to tune out the noise this is why you need to tune out the noise of the training partners around you telling you that you need to train harder of the people in the media telling, you know, talking about how much everybody needs to train, about those random strangers on the internet telling you you're a pussy if you don't train seven days a week, about thinking of how much your opponent is doing. All of these things are things you cannot control. All of these things are things that will have no effect on your ability to fight come fight night. Now, if you spend all of that time focus on being the best prepared for the duration of the competition that you have in front of you you are going to put yourself in a better position to succeed if you spend all of that time putting your focus on being the best prepared for the time that you have to compete you will put yourself in the best possible position to succeed this means having your skill set in place this means having your gas tank in place this means being healthy. So during that camp, you should be taking rest days. You should be taking care of your body. The goal should not be pushed to your breaking point every single time that you train. The goal should be to see improvement, not see breakdown as the camp goes on. So I hope this makes sense. I hope you guys got some value. If you did, I would love to know what it was. If you did, if you're here right now, drop me a comment. Let me know what you were able to take away from this episode. If you're listening to this back on the podcast or on the YouTube channel, make sure to drop a comment there. Send me a message on social media and let me know what you're taking away from these episodes. I will have all the information on how to contact me in the show notes below. I appreciate you all for taking the time to tune into the show today. And everybody who took the time to be here live, I appreciate you taking time out of your day. Uh, thank you all so much. And we'll talk again very, very soon. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusso. Thank you again and see you next time.